so the main thing that I'm hoping that people will take away, uh, as I've been saying before, is that we really need to be thinking about climate change as an immediate problem that needs us to act right now. And we can do that on very many different levels. And it not, might not be possible for everyone to be involved in political advocacy, but that doesn't mean that you can't make small, tangible changes in your own life to help us in the fight. So it's really about trying to create a community spirit and giving people the tools to do what needs to be done to make sure that we don't end up in a very uh, a larger crisis than we already are in. That is the convener for next month's National Doctors for the Environment Conference, Manus Sarapali. I'm Robert McLean, your host of Climate Conversations, and this is the latest episode. Welcome. It's great to have you on board. Climate Conversations is assembled here in Shepparton, in northern Victoria, Australia, on the lands of the Yorta Yorta people. Yes, the stolen lands of the Yorta Yorta people. I pay my respects to their elders, past, present and emerging. Climate Conversations was fortunate to catch up with Manus and have a chat to her about the upcoming conference. Let's have a listen now to what she has to say. Is this the first such conference organised by Doctors for the Environment? No, definitely not. So Doctors for the Environment holds an annual conference every year and it's called the IDEA uh, conference and it's rotated through each different state because it is a national conference. So this year it's being held in Melbourne. The last time it was held in Melbourne was back in 2017 and that was the first time I attended it as a medical student and was extremely impressed and the reason why I joined the organisation. Last year it was meant to be held I believe in South Australia but unfortunately due to COVID it was held completely online but we still had an excellent attendance with about 200 medical professionals attending it virtually. So where will this year's conference be? Where's the venue? So the venue for this current conference is the University of Melbourne at the Design Building. And then on top of that, we also have a social event on the Saturday, which will be held at South of Johnston uh, in Collingwood. And so when is this happening? So it's happening on the 4th of September of 2022. On the 2nd, we have some workshops, including media training and cultural competence training that will run from 3.30 till 5.30. And then the Saturday conference begins at 8.30. Um, and then ends on the Sunday at around 4.30 p.m. And I can tell you a bit of broadly, if you'd like, around the themes, but we, I can move to that later if you'd like. Now, I was going to ask you about the theme. The theme is time to act, so yeah. tell me about that. So, as you know, obviously, we're in a very critical period when it comes to climate change, and we, I think we've spent enough time talking about whether it's real and debating the science. That's no longer really the issue. There's a big, uh, there's almost unanimous consensus that it is an issue and that we need to act now and we really thought it would be appropriate particularly given the uh the um election that just occurred that we tie we give the theme to this conference to be time to act and the way that we explore that in this conference is four broad themes the first is sort of global and national so what we can do on a larger scale looking at things like green technology uh which was going to be presented by Saul Griffiths and also looking at things like economic policy, which Tim Buckley is going to present for us. Secondly, we wanted to move to more community level things. And it was really important for us to include a very strong First Nations voice, because we really think that we need to shift our thinking primarily from a Western paradigm and work together to get solutions for this uh, problem that affects all of us. Unfortunately, also 
affects all of us disproportionately. The second day focuses more on workplace and personal things that we can do to make a change. So, for example, as doctors, we focus on health, uh, sustainability in healthcare. So that can encompass things such as ethical prescribing and then also procurement of certain materials. And then lastly, the second day ends on personal changes. So what can we do? And one very exciting uh, session that we have being sponsored and organized by Vic Health is the diet and sustainability session. So the last day is very interesting because it looks at uh, very tangible things that we can do on an individual level to make a change. So does this conference have an actual goal? Like, Do you think you'll achieve something with this conference? We're hoping to. The main uh, aim of any of our conferences is really education uh, and then moving on from that, hopefully, some action. So at a more sort of global and national level, we are obviously restrained within what our politicians do. But as an, as an, as an organisation, Doctors for the Environment is very uh, involved in political advocacy. So <clears throat> this acts as a stepping stone, especially to junior doctors, to help encourage them engage in things such as letter writing or attending um, uh, sessions with politicians with our more senior doctors to try and convince them or not well, it's not really convincing trying to encourage them to really advocate for climate policy does your organization have the year of decision makers well they give us the time definitely uh, we've met with different types of senators and they always seem receptive we do have a Greens member coming to uh, speak in the conference in the political session. And Doctors for the Environment broadly is also supported by the AMA. Uh, and we do a lot of the things that we write and speak about are published in newspapers and newsletters and also in other media releases. What sort of role should doctors be playing in uh, countering the climate crisis? So this is a quite multifaceted answer, I guess. <laughs> and I guess that's what, exactly what the conference tries to address. Uh, and is the main purpose of it. Uh, so as I spoke about on an advocacy, political advocacy level, uh, it's really important to be engaged in your local politics and engage your local politicians. And as I mentioned before, that can come in the form of letter writing to tell them about the kind of change that you want and also telling them that you think that climate change is an extremely important issue. And not just as an environmental issue, but reframing it as a public health issue, because I think that's what is currently missing in the conversation. If we take the example of, for example, cigarettes and the taxes and the policies around cigarettes, a large reason of why that pushed ahead so quickly was because people recognised that it was adverse to human health. And so we're trying to really reshape the conversation so people understand this is not just going to affect the land around us, but it's also going to affect our bodies. And we're going to be seeing, we're already seeing that effect with more sick people entering hospitals. Can you tell me something about the organisation like Doctors for the Environment? Like it was formed in 2001. How many members do you have? Do you know? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not going to be able to answer that question, um, I think, very accurately. But last I checked in our Slack group chat, we have about 260 members are part of that one. And that'd be from all over Australia, I imagine. Yes, all over Australia. How many people are expecting at the event? We are expecting and would really like about 200 delegates. Uh, and we're, we are reaching that goal, I think, quite successfully. We have about 150 delegates at the mo moment, but we have capacity for much more. So the more people that can come, the better it will be. And I just wanted to stress as well, even though it's a Doctors for the Environment conference, everyone is welcome. 
including all different kinds of allied health professionals and just general public or and in particular students and junior doctors who are interested in this sphere because moving forward these are the people that are really going to be making the change. That's a sort of a segue to my next question so why should people attend this conference? As I said before, I think what's evident in our politics at the moment is that people really do care about climate change and wanting to make a difference. And I think what this conference does is it shows already what the doctors in our organisation have been doing and have been doing quite successfully for many years. Uh, but it also gives them ideas on how they can act on very different levels. And it might not seem very obvious at first. You know that there's a problem, but it's a massive problem. So how do we tackle it? And the best way to tackle it is together. And there are very real things that we can do right now to make a difference. And that's what this conference will help you to understand. How important is the social aspect of the conference? Like that's the informal discussions people have between themselves. Oh, extremely important. And that's something that we're very much focusing on. Uh, during the day, we've got little social activities planned, such as um, giving is like a little ticketed system. So when you enter the conference, you pick up a number and you try and find someone else with that number uh, and you strike up a conversation with them uh, at the morning tea break or the lunch break. And we really want people of all different ages and all different professions to mingle. And I guess what that really does is it allows a spread of ideas because the people that we have attending these events are often pioneers in their own hospitals. For example, Forbes McGain, who was an anaesthetist at the Western, was quite instrumental in um, helping shape a lot of the sustainability goals of the Western Hospital. And it's known as one of the most green hospitals in Victoria. And so just say, for example, he touches base with another Victorian hospital that may not be, or may not have those policies in place. They can share ideas and talk about how they can start uh, their own initiatives in their own hospital. So it's very important for networking and also information and idea sharing. I've heard Forbes McGain speak and he was excellent. He is a great speaker, very charismatic. Uh, Victoria's Chief Health Officer, Breath Sutton, is the keynote speaker, or certainly the sp first speaker on the Saturday. So what are you hoping to hear from him? So Brett Sutton is really, uh, we're extremely excited to have him, and he was very enthusiastic to be a part of this conference and has been a long-term friend of DEA as an organisation. He'll really be talking about... Um, reshaping, as I mentioned before, this uh, the issue of climate change as a health issue and talking about what we have seen through the COVID-19 pandemic and the effects of climate change and how that's been impacting us as doctors and really what we can be doing on a political level to try and convince all of our politicians to care about this and also make a change. And he holds a very unique position which allows him to speak to this, particularly coordinating the COVID-19 um, effort. And one thing we talked about was drawing links between how we all came together as a community to fight COVID-19 and how a very similar effort is going to be needed to combat climate change. So that's what you can expect from him. Um, but I won't reveal too many secrets. What are you hoping people will take away from the three days? So the main thing that I'm hoping that people will take away, uh, as I've been saying before, is that we really need to be thinking about climate change as an immediate problem that needs us to act right now. And we can do that on very many different levels and it not, might not be possible for everyone to be involved in political advocacy, but that doesn't mean that you can't make small tangible changes in your own life to help us in the fight. So it's really about trying to create a community spirit and giving people the tools to do what needs to be done to make sure that we don't end up in a very uh, a larger crisis than we already are in.
Thank you so much, Manus. And please don't forget to check out the show notes, for it's in there you'll find the link to next month's Doctors for the Environment conference. And you should attend, as it'll be a worthwhile event. That wraps up this episode of Climate Conversations. Thanks so much for your company. And until we talk again, please take care, stay safe, and please be kind, for everyone you meet is fighting a great battle. And please, if you enjoyed this episode, feel free to share it with your friends. Mm -hmm.